This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be visiting with a remarkable leader, a remarkable CEO, who has a passion for lifelong learning, just a, a fascinating career, fascinating leadership. We get to visit today with, we're, we're fortunate to visit with Melissa Atkins. Melissa is one of the presidents in the U of L Health System. She's going to talk to us about the Louisville Health System, the hospitals that she helps to run, and, and a lot more. Melissa, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Yes, yes. Uh, Melissa Atkins. Uh, I am the CEO of Mayor and Elizabeth Hospital. I've also had oversight for two other hospitals in this organization. Keith Hospital, um, I had oversight for with that one. And then uh, now I have oversight with uh, the new future South Hospital. And, and talk about for a second the U of L Health system first, and then I'd love to talk to you about your career and some of the things you've done, and, and a little bit more. Can can you tell us about U of L of L Health system? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's a system that I actually came into in January of 2020. Uh, so it's a young health system. Uh, initially, it started out with one hospital, which was University, and now we have six after the acquisition from Kentucky One. Um, so, as I said, we're a young health system, very healthy health system, uh, growing pretty rapidly despite the pandemic. And um, I, I think that it's just going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to, uh, you know, move out into the Louisville market and hopefully do remarkable things. So, it, it, it Take a moment. Now, let me talk first about the U of L health system. What are you most sure. excited and focused about currently? Where are you most focused and excited? I know you're opening a new hospital. I know the system is doing more acquisitions. Where are you most focused and excited currently? You know, I've, I've got a lot of focuses. Uh, strategy is my favorite thing to do. But uh, right now, my focus uh, today and, and has been since I came here is in opening a new birthing center here at Mayor and Elizabeth in South Louisville. Well, that's a good sign. That means that the Louisville community must be growing and fantastic. Congratulations. That's exciting. And uh, and thanks. when you look at, you've had, Melissa, as I look at your background, you've been referred to me by someone who's wonderful. Talk a bit about, you've got this great passion, nursing, law, lifelong learning is what stands out to me. Can you talk about that a little bit? How, how important you view that? No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, definitely a proponent for learning and education, as, as you can see, um, you know, as far as my education goes and why I've taken these different paths, um, there are a lot of reasons. Um, you know, when I first uh, got out of high school, I wanted to be a nurse, but of course, then I met my husband and we wanted to get married. So I went on a quick route and it's funny, I went into cosmetology first and, um, and enjoyed it. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a nurse probably ever since I could possibly remember. And uh, my parents wanted me to go down that route as well, but I chose the quicker route so uh, my husband and I could get married. And um, and then decided, you know, later on after we had two of our three children that I was going to go back to nursing school. And so I did that. Even cosmetology came in very handy. We have three daughters, so I've saved a lot of money over the years. It's been uh, it's been very good to have that skill as well, but of course my passion was always healthcare, and so I went back at 25 and two children later, and uh, and then you know got into critical care. I, I my my history really is I got into uh, nursing school. I took a couple jobs, one as a computer lab supervisor, 
at the local college. And, um, and then I did weekends as a ward clerk Kelly tech in the ICU. And so when I graduated from nursing school, the ICU kept me. And so I worked in ICU and ER and then kind of touched everything over the years. Uh, there's hardly a place in healthcare I haven't worked. Um, I worked radiology, cardiology, ICU and ER were always my home, but I floated everywhere. Endo, PACU, cath lab, house supervisor, you name it. I've probably been there and worked it. And then decided I wanted to um, get into uh, CRNA school. And so I, I started on my journey for my bachelor's. And so I started that and, and things happened. And, you know, my husband took a career change. And so uh, then I went down the path of uh, becoming a manager and then um, of ICU, then a director of critical care services. And when I was doing that, it, that's when I decided I really liked business. So, and I love strategy. So I decided to uh, go back and get my master's in business. And I would do the budgets of probably about three to four other nursing units too. I enjoyed it and not all nurses do, but I, I'm one of those people that do. And, um, and then I decided I wanted to go and uh, become a CNO. And while I was a chief nursing officer, I was trying to decide what I wanted to go and get a, you know, a doctorate level degree in. And I could never pull the trigger until I became a CEO and realized we deal with so many legalities out there in healthcare. And uh, that's actually when I decided to um, go and get my law degree. And so it's been very, very, uh, that's it, my story in a nutshell, it's short, but, um, but I decided to uh, go and get that. And I thought I wanted to learn. And so my background is very different with nursing and business and law, but it, it's come in very handy. You know, it helps me protect my hospital and my physicians and staff, and, and it gives me a better understanding of what we're doing in healthcare today. So, so what a remarkable story. Do you ever think about the example you said? I'll start with your children, your daughters. I mean, what a great example for your children. Do you, do you think about that or get a chance to ever reflect on, you know, just this incredible professional life and also being a mother and taking care of them, how, how well that must look to them? You know, I... Um, they were always at the forefront and and i wanted to show them that you know no matter what they set their sights on they could do it and so you know i yes i i thought about my three daughters uh the entire way through and and they're really the reason that i've done what i've done today and take a moment on another subject what advice would you give to a, a emerging leader or a young leader what advice do you give to somebody who's coming on up you know, I, I think the best advice is to uh, work hard. Uh, you may not always get to where your first aspiration is because, of course, I told you mine, I was going to be a CRNA. I was dead set on that. And then life kind of took a turn and changed, and I found out that I wanted to do something different and not be afraid to take a chance and to go for it regardless of what people tell you. I think that is magnificent advice. And then big part is this year, you're opening a birthing center, opening a new hospital. Anything else you put on the list of the big priorities this year? You know, there really has been. Um, as I said, strategy is my favorite thing. So uh, we're also opening up a medical behavioral health unit. We're starting construction on that this year. Uh, two additional ORs here. Um, 
for Mayor and Elizabeth. We have we've done a lot since we've came, and it's been a team team effort. I've got a wonderful team. Um, I envision it, and they help me actually implement everything. So I, I give a I give a lot of credit to them and, and very grateful for them. But we have a lot going on. Medical behavioral health, I think, is very important. You know, one of the things as a nurse uh, that I've noticed and as an administrator is that, you know, you get a lot of bottlenecks in the ED. And so traditional behavioral health hospitals, unless they're medical or acute care, they cannot take care of anything outside of just behavioral health. So they can't do, they can't provide oxygen. They cannot, they cannot give IV fluids. So if a patient is unstable at all, what happens to those patients is they have to either sit in your ED or they go to a regular floor and they don't get the care they need. They need, they need specific care when they're behavioral and medical combined. And so I think it's very important that we get a unit like this open. Um, in South Louisville. The only other unit uh, that I'm aware of is um, at university. And so, and it's school all the time, especially with the pandemic, we've seen a lot more uh, behavioral health cases come through. But of course, most people have a medical problem too. And so those patients get left out. So I'm very proud of being able to do that. We've opened it, we opened a detox, a medical detox center. Um, I think it was a, about a year and a half, two years ago was our first step. And uh, it's, been, it's been wonderfully received. And so uh, really looking forward to getting this opened as well. Thank you, Melissa. What great leadership, what great work. What a great example to all of us. Incredible life uh, of you. lifelong learning and passion. It's really amazing. Um, thank you. Thank you. It's really remarkable. Melissa, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Just a, a lovely, incredible professional career. Remarkable. Thank you for joining us. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You have a wonderful day.